I'm Sam Seitels, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. I had such a good time with this conversation, and I'm so proud to be part of the art club. It's crazy to me that they only started up this year, as you will hear in this conversation all the remarkable things they've done in just 2020 alone. Representing the art club in this conversation are Don Swenson, Mary Beth, and Samantha Rose, and I had such a blast talking to them. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the art club. You're listening to the Pillars of Hamilton. That's with me, Sam Sidetells, and you want to know what I'm going to give them? Only the finest that Hamilton has to offer. The biggest blueberries you've ever seen, baby. And they're all here, right now. So, guys... I, 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 as you see here with my copious notes that I wrote down some things that you guys have done this year, the art club, you guys as individuals as well. And it, it dawned on me as I'm writing this, that like, holy cow, this thing just started like what, less than a year ago? Yeah, March, March 1st was our first mm-hmm. meeting. It started in March 1st and it is ridiculous what you have done over the last year. It's phenomenal. And I'm not sure if everybody knows who you guys are yet, but they should absolutely know because you guys are making an impact here in Hamilton. I'm so proud to be a part of this crew. So I'm going to start off with you, Mr. Don Swenson. First of all, thank you. I have to thank you because I am by no means an artist. We all know that. But You called upon me during the time of quarantine to host some shows. And during quarantine, I was going through some serious sadness. I missed teaching. I missed doing the Pillars of Hamilton. And everything I did was for my kids, for my family, to keep the business going. But I didn't do anything for myself. I didn't even work out. Those shows that we did, those third Thursday shows... They kept me feeling like me. They helped me not forget who I was. So for you just to go out and book me for this, something that came out of nowhere for me, I just have to say thank you, man. No, you're you're welcome. Like, it, everything, the way this all started was just so weird, I guess. Um, God, I hate the sound of my voice. Um, <laughs> that's what everyone says when they they're like i sound like this yeah i know how i sound and it's it's always like this i'm so used to my voice at this point <laughs> um yeah well you know it was it's art club started as a, a conversation with me and john bradley at um breadheads and then we got sue murder involved and i think it was just after she did your podcast and she's like, you got to talk to Sam, you know? And so I, I think I came over here when we were measuring your, this place. Yeah, yeah, the, the actual studio. studio. You were thinking about painting this studio. Right, right. And um, sorry that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, dude, what the <laughs> heck? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and it was just, it was a great conversation right away. And and you know, getting you to host these these Third Thursday broadcast was was really a no-brainer like the energy that you bring to every project i've seen you do is amazing and i mean from like 
dressing up as a ninja for a kid's <laughs> birthday party to like all the stuff that you were doing with blueberry kids. Come on. Like I'd be stupid not to have you like as part of this. Thank you, man. I like to uh, go out of my comfort zone as much as possible. And I've done these shows. I've done other, you know, live events. But to, to sit down in front of a host or in, in front of a computer and do a, a Zoom-type uh, show on a third Thursday was totally out of my comfort zone, which I totally appreciate you chose me for. It, was that the original plan? Like, when Sue said that you should get in touch with me, like, was... No, she... She said that you should go talk to Sam and have Sam interview you. Um, uh, I think it was, I don't even know if it was about art club. It was just in, in general, talk, probably talking about robots or, or something. Um, and when we, I had a conversation with Cassie, I think it was the week before we had our first meeting. And I said, hey, I'm thinking, we're thinking about starting up this art club thing. And she's like, oh, well, come down and and come to this meeting. And the next thing I know, I volunteered to host two third Thursdays uh, throughout the year. But that was before we knew anything about the pandemic. Mm. So um, March's third Thursday, I believe, had been canceled. And by then we had started talking. And April was supposed to be my third Thursday. And I was like, well, we... I think we can still do this. Like, there's enough yeah. of us to talk. Yeah, you know? I remember that because we were all, uh, Mary Beth, Sam, we were all in these Zoom meetings. And, like, the fact that you were just like, hey, we can't see each other in person, but let's still do this. Yeah. Let's still put on a show for the people, which no one had ever done before. This was totally original. Yeah, I think it, I, I, it just was, like, everything was just serendipity. I mean, and the reason I think... Like art, the core group, I guess, of Art Club really came about by the people who showed up and said, "Yeah, I want to be a part of this." And uh, those people are pretty much still here today, like putting everything. In. Yeah. So two of those people are here. Um, Mary Beth, how did you get involved with this group? Because you've been in it since the beginning, am I right? I've been in it since I was invited by Don to come. Meet him at Breadheads. I don't know why everything starts at Breadheads. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we came and we met, and he told me a little bit about what his goals were for an art club in Hamilton. Because I met Don when we did Fringe Festival. He was one of our vendors. I was one of the vendor coordinators in, in charge of music and some other things. And um, he said, I want Hamilton to have something like Fringe Festival all the time, not just once a year. He wanted to create that type of community um, so that artists could thrive in. What about, so what about Fringe Festival? Uh, for those, there's a lot of people who are listening who probably haven't been to Fringe Festival, don't, don't really understand it. So what do you mean by Fringe Festival all the time here in Hamilton? So Fringe Festival um, was a theater festival, basically, where they'd rent different venues downtown and, you know, small, you know, off-the-cuff little shows would play and... On the outside, they'd make it try to feel like a festival where there was, like, a music stage and a beer garden, and they would shut down the entire street for all different vendors and artists. And it was really the only time we ever had an event that was um, very much independent art-based, independent music, independent theater. So because of that, you know, Don was like, why do we limit it to once a year? Like, we could do this all the time. Like, we have enough artists. We have enough resources. Why don't we all just do it? 
And so, so what was the ultimate goal when you guys, when you guys, Sam, you were one of the original members, right? Yes. So when you're going back to that, those original goals, I mean, did you have a, a mindset of like, this is our aim as the art club? Um, I, I don't know. I feel like, the, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the first meeting was. Um, it was Don. We had it at Sue's place. It was the first time I actually got to see her gallery. In, Incredible, right? Or maybe actually, maybe the second time I did go to one of Don's shows. There. It's never enough. Go fifteen um, times. Yeah. Like, you'll see something new each time. Um, but it was it was really cool because he brought all of these artists together just for this one original meeting that I had never met before. I didn't realize there were so many artists in Hamilton already, and I thought it was just a cool idea to get together and see how we can make Hamilton the arts destination that it, you know, kind of yeah, tries to be. Right, like the, the, the place where people would come from out of town to come check out the art. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have the, the, the noise. There, there are There is art here. But it's not promoted in such a way where it's going to bring people in. And so, Don, was that like one of your original goals to bring people into Hamilton for its art scene? Yeah. When when John and I were talking, like all all that we really wanted to do was bring more artists to Hamilton. I don't think we really had a clear um, vision for how to do that. It was just like there's a bunch of artists in town who aren't really connected very well um i know there's more artists out there and hamilton's like a great location to be a hub for like all of south jersey we're right on the corridor between philly and atlantic city i mean you head down to head up 206 you can practically get to new york you know and uh, you know 54 goes on down to cumberland i mean don't people come here when it comes Time for uh, the food truck festival and stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, food truck is uh, huge, an amazing event. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think originally we just thought we were going to be a social club, you know. And really, yeah, I did not know that. And uh, I think it just it grew from that way quicker than any of us <laughs> expected. Like you know, so, um, but you know, good things, good things. Yeah. Man. Well. <laughs> The reason it grew so much is because of the things you guys have done. You have been so proactive and so positive during a time where there's so much negativity going on in the world. I mean, in my opinion, the art club, for me at least, was a bright light during a pretty dark time. Uh, It gave me something to look forward to, something to be interested in. And it gave me new friends, you know? (laughs) I don't know how many friends I've made via zoom calls but (laughs) we literally hung out with each other about 10 times before we saw each other ever in person yeah Mm -hmm. we were doing shows mary beth was painting people's faces in front of me but not in front of me on a computer way before i even got to meet her in person samantha was singing her songs don was just holding it down and this was long before i would even meet these people what was it like for you guys being a part of this new, this brand new art club during a time that was so crazy. Uh, for me, um, it it gave it gave me like a purpose because there was no sense of time anymore. 
Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to keep my job or if they were going to have me work remotely. And then, like, I just got to to be creative and make friends. Um, yeah, like you said, it was a bright light, and I'm really grateful to be a part of it. Oh. <laughs> I think for me it was um, the motivation and acceptance to be a part of something that I felt comfortable in. I know there is other art organizations around Hamilton, but I was actually invited to this one. You know, like they actually saw potential in me and oh. asked, you know, Don asked me to join. And I, I felt like that was pretty cool, you know? And um, I feel like this club, art club, is more of like a fun hangout than it is any kind of stress or expectations of like, you know, what's this next fundraiser? Let's make sure we're paying our dues. Let's make sure we're, you know, following the rules and everyone's getting along. Like we don't really have those issues because we just all get along and we're all in it for the fun and to support each other. It's nothing else more than that. And I would hope that like, you know, any artists listening to this, like, of course, if we know you, we'll invite you, but please reach out to us because we don't know everyone and we're very approachable. We're very friendly. You know, all of us are. And we would love to have more artists come out and join us and really just have fun with us. I love that story. I love because I, I, I can only imagine as an artist, you're, you're trying to put yourself out there. You're trying to get recognized by showing people your art or posting this and, uh, you know, going to this gallery or this show. But the fact that a guy like Don just comes and say, hey, we like you. We want you to be a part of us. Right. He did the same thing with me. Like getting that message from him was like, wow, that feels really good that they appreciate my skills or whatever it is they appreciated about me that made them want to bring me in. And that felt so good. And yeah, we are. We're just like a bunch of friends who like hung out online for a few months. Right. So awesome. Yeah, I feel bad because it's like I know there's more artists out in Hamilton. Yeah. And I haven't seen them around because obviously, like, you know, COVID, like, we're not really out and about. <laughs> but, like, if anyone's, like, listening to this, like, please, like, join the live streams. Like, interact with us. Like, Tell like, your friends. If your friends, if your daughters, if your moms, whatever, are artists, like, everyone can take part, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, just yes, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Send a message. I check them, like, literally – Almost every You're hour. good about because it. I'm, 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 I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm so good about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're constantly looking for people to uh, who want to get involved, who want to uh, promote the arts in Hamilton and, and beyond. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're nice I people. I think we're very approachable. <laughs> you know, a lot of people get nervous. They're like, oh, I'm not really an artist. You know, I just started this. I know my art's not that good. That's, like, how they think, you know? But, like, I mean, like, we have people in the club that aren't artists. They do yeah. other things in other ways. They That's su- me. They support the arts, you know? Yeah. Like, we need those people, too. So just because, you know, you might not be the artist that you think you are doesn't mean that we won't and we're uh, still accept you, you we know? We want to see you at the galleries. We want to see you when we're doing, a, a, like, our smithville interviews or whatever we just want that positive energy we want people to be a part of it who love arts and want to just have a good time appreciating it so true you had something to say yeah i just one of the i guess the cornerstones um that i've been trying to hang our hat on um is that we're making art accessible for people um i think Oftentimes, you go to 
a gallery show or you're looking at art in a in a book or something and it's it's something over there that's not um accessible you know to a lot of people and i think that's that's silly you know most of those artists who painted those things were either dirt poor or you know um had some very wealthy people behind them to to help them along their way you know and they're they're us, you know, they're us right now, you know, and I think that we should give ourselves some credit um, for the work that we do as as artists. And um, the more that we can make people see, I guess, their potential and their um, ability to contribute to the arts, I think the the greater this community will be. 100%, man. One, I mean, I come from New York City where the arts are everywhere. Yeah. And I, I really felt like there's a few things I miss about New York City. The food. Yes. Although the food here is pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, I miss biking around the city, and I miss the art that you would see everywhere. Everywhere. Just random, turn the corner, boom, what is that? Yeah. That's what I want here, man. Mm-hmm. That is what I want. And so let's start talking about that. Sure. Let's talk about because it has been a year for the art club. And man, like I was saying, I was writing this stuff down. I was like, man, these guys should be so proud of themselves. Like the list of accomplishments and new ideas and successes that have happened is bonkers. And it even more so 10 times more so based on the kind of year this world is having. So I'm going to just throw out some things that we do, and I want you guys to talk to them because a lot of people who are listening have never heard of these things, and they need to know. So let's start off with Free Art Friday. Can someone speak to what that is all about? As that's Well, Don started yeah. it. <laughs> baby. Yeah. yeah, so it, that's, it's kind of funny. The I think it was the first Fringe Festival or the second um, Fringe Festival? Ooh. Second Fringe Festival. Yeah, I think it was a second. So Second Fringe Festival. um, I I had seen these uh, people doing Free Art Fridays before, and I I had researched it. And basically what Free Art Friday is is that there's uh, artists. um, It really started as a a street art movement by, um, I think it's My Dog Skip, uh, who's a street artist in England about probably 12 to 14 years ago. So I wanted to have an opportunity to do, um, you know, just give art away. You know, just no, don't worry about the commerce aspect of it. Just put art into people's lives. So that, that first um, Free Art Friday will, happened to be right at the same weekend that Fringe Festival was. So we were able to get a bunch of artists involved, I think, I think we had 11 artists um for for that one and art was just spread around town from the eagle theater to funky cow to out in the street what do you mean just like where do you put it just anywhere the artist wanted to put it and uh they'd post little clues on instagram and i'd forward them out to our instagram audience and people started picking them up and started uh commenting on that they found stuff on Instagram. Yeah, there's there's definitely a following who looks forward to it and like goes out hunting like they really make yeah. Yeah. I think it would be great for kids too. It is. So if, it, if people want to find out 
all about this and find out when these things are out and how to, uh, I don't know, get the free art. What should they be following? They, they should sh- get up at 7 a.m. because Don <laughs> wakes up so early. 7 a.m.? I'm up at I, 5. What I'm time like, do you I'm wake like, up, Mary Beth? Like, I don't. So anyway, I, happen, <laughs> I happen to wake up at 7, roll over in bed, and check my notifications, and I'm like scrolling through Instagram, and I see Don post this mini little Bride of Frankenstein picture, and I see that it's in a bush at Cassiano's. Of course, I don't know which bush, but I jump out of bed. And I go to Cassiano's, and I am crazy looking in these bushes, okay? I didn't know which bush it was, and I was getting frustrated because I couldn't find it. And I actually thought I gave up. I thought somebody got it before me, and I'm walking away, and some guy that's just been sitting there watching me goes, he's like, it's in that bush. And I'm like, and I'm like wait. I was like, what? And he's like, you're looking for the art, right? I'm like, yes. So I was like, oh, thank you so much. I did not get out of bed at 7.30 a.m. for this to not find it. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say, you obviously don't have kids. Oh, my gosh. 7.30 yeah. is like such yeah. a sleep in for me. Yeah. Bless your heart. Uh, but that's awesome. That's what it's about, right? That's yeah. so fun. Yeah. That's so fun. And in the end, you got it, huh? I got it. I got it. That is so cool. So cool. Yeah, we just celebrated our two-year anniversary of doing free art in uh, August. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, we've put, gosh, probably over 120 pieces of art in, in and around Hamilton. So free art Friday is actually older than the art club itself. Oh, yeah. It's like two years older than art club. Okay. Did we say, did we say how people can find out? No, we didn't because uh, <laughs> that would have been great. Um, so, yeah, you can check us out on Facebook at FAF. Hamilton, it's the same thing on Instagram. We uh, put stuff out every first Friday of every month. What about for other people who want to participate? There's like specific tags you have? You you don't need to use necessarily my specific tags, but um, everybody likes them. So uh, I print print out a bunch. So just contact me if you're an artist and you want to uh, put some art out there uh, and you want my special patented free art <laughs> blueberry tags one of a kind um uh yeah just reach out like, let's just get some art out there and just like i just know as a parent as a teacher like parents are always trying to find something cool to do for their kids over the weekend mm-hmm. that is a cool thing to do a scavenger hunt is always fun and then you get a piece of art to take home as the reward mm-hmm. i think that's huge yeah it was cool we actually we've had some kids in the past actually do art and leave it out into <gasps> my yeah my my wife actually she snagged this uh cat window cling that one of the kids had made and left in a bush out by um i think it was by paul morris or something and uh yeah loves the thing that's awesome dude that is so cool so free art friday get on it people like i said so many awesome things you guys are doing let's talk a little bit about the gallery openings. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are straight up having galleries filled with artwork. I was such a fan of the Halloween one. Uh, the, the the Elements one was great. Can you tell people what this is all about and possibly the future of what these are going to be? You, me, me you. All right. I'll do it since you're looking at me. <laughs> so these are pop-up galleries. Yeah. This is a chance for artists to display their artwork in a very nice gallery run by the art club where, you know, um, just for a weekend, they get to have people come through and take a look at all the art that's on display. And our first one, the Halloween one you were talking about, that was called the Dark Arts. And that was our, a very successful one. We had, we had more art than we could handle. I think we had like 
90 submissions. Yeah. Amazing. Something like that. that. Yeah, that was an incredible, incredible art turnout. And then the second one, um, I think that we upped our attendance levels for the elements one that we had. And I think it's been going great. Um, I've got a lot of feedback from people, like, how happy they are to, like, have their art on display. They can't believe it. They yes. Never, they never yeah. imagined their art would be on a wall and people would be admiring it. Yes. Yeah, we had we had a bunch of um, younger artists, new artists, um, at, at, uh, who submitted to the, uh, to the gallery shows. And uh, some of them even came all the way up from um, Morristown. Uh, was it Morristown? The one that's up north in Morris. Morristown. Okay. Um, which is incredible that somebody would drive two hours to that's so put awesome. art in our, our little gallery show. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, you pick those, those younger artists, one, because you see – you can see where the talent's headed, but you know some of us need to just have that little bit of encouragement to keep going. Yes, you know, and you don't get that so much when you're in high school or or just out of high school. I think, especially once you get out of high school, and then you don't have the art teacher telling you you're right. doing a good job. You're just making art, and then what? Right. So I, I think this was. We were very thankful to have. Uh, have so many wonderful artists grace the halls, and and hopefully we'll we'll have a pop up gallery. This this was weird because we you know it was one right after the other, but I think we're going to try and do them like one every uh, quarter. You know? Really, yeah. so it's going to keep on going. Yeah. And so for people who want to check out these pop up galleries, where can they find them? Just just look for the event page on the Art Club. Like everything that you want to know is going to be on that Art Club Facebook page. Like um, that's your best resource. Right on, right on. All right, we have so much more to talk about. And, of course, we have to end with the famous chat pack. So be ready for that, you three. Yeah, be afraid. Be very afraid. But for now, we have to take a quick commercial break. uh, And it's going to be with John Bradley. John Bradley, tell him what you are doing. Consistency is key in social media. So imagine if you had a professional photographer come in and put their spin on your business. Capture what they see. And apply that to your particular brand, your aesthetic, your style, and turn that around quickly. Finding the right content is tough. How would you help someone who's posting every single day? What I do is to capture a wide variety of images. Not a photo shoot that all looks like it was shot on the same day, but a variety that can be posted daily and maintain an aesthetic but also show variety. So you mean to tell me that a subscription with you means that a business will have a beautiful photo to post every single day of the year? Every day. Whoa. Because as soon as you run out of that gallery, which is probably a little over 30 photos, I'll be back to shoot more. And when I come back, it'll be a new season, new products, and who knows? That is huge, man. And, and how much does a subscription cost? With a one-year agreement, it's only $300 a month. That is what I would charge for a family session, a one-hour portrait session. So for the fee, a one-hour fee, you have 30 days worth of social media posts. That's 30 days to engage with your customer base. That's 30 days of consistency to get your customers in your door. Yeah, I'm telling you people because I know John Bradley. That means if you have a subscription with him, you will have – an amazing social media presence, and you will have it all year long. John Bradley, 
For all those people who are interested, how do they reach you? Uh, Facebook, Bradley Visual Co. Instagram, Bradley Visual Co. The internet, BradleyVisualCo.com. Or they can reach out to Sam. Yeah, <laughs> I'll hook you up. And hey, look back at the Pillars of Hamilton because John Bradley is one of them. John Bradley, you're the man, brother. All right, we are back, people. Thank you, John Bradley. Guys, if you don't know, now you know. Hit up John Bradley. His services are the greatest, and he is also one of the founding members of the Art Club. And guys, so we've already talked about just a few of the things you have done over this past crazy year. Let's talk a little bit about something I'm actually not too familiar with. Um, can you guys talk on the life drawing events? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, we do that every second and fourth Thursday. Um, it's $5 a ticket, and we get a new model every time. And we do it through Zoom. And uh, it's it's like really a lot of fun you know it uh uh super chill we have eight poses over the course of an hour and um yeah i think everybody's been having fun with it so is it a weekly thing where you get a model and you're just drawing them posing yeah like uh and the question on everyone's mind are they nude I mean, why is that right? Uh, no? When you first no. like told us that you're going to be doing that, I'm like, yeah. wait, are we really doing this? Is this 2020? <laughs> like, can we do this? Is this is this weird or not? Wait, I, no way. Are they? No, they're not. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was. I, I was like, I don't know. I was going to say, by the way you were saying it, I was just like, oh, man, maybe they are. No, I mean, some of the models were like, you know, I've, I've done nude modeling. We can do this if you want to. And I'm like, eh, really? I, I don't know who's showing up to these things. I don't know who's going to try and... Hit record on their Zoom. Yeah, plus it's online. That's yeah, a little it's, different, it's, right? It's weird, man. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Our, our first model um, was probably the closest to nude that we had. Uh, you know, she was probably the closest to nude that we had. But, um, you know, after that, you know, I, I talked with the artists, and they're like, you know, like I'd really like to see actually some, like, costume or drapery like you know oh, oh, can we talk talk speaking of costume can we talk about the jason model oh that was oh wow dude that was, cool. that was really that was a lot of fun can you please tell the listeners what they missed out on so south jersey jason um decide to uh reach out and and uh See if he, he could be a model for us. I don't think everyone knows what South Jersey Jason so, is. So South Jersey Jason is this uh, cosplayer um, who is just, like, the nicest guy around. And he does all these photo ops and charity um, charity things uh, where he goes dressed up as Jason Voorhees. Uh, we've seen him all the time at the art walks in uh, Smithville. And, uh, yeah, once he reached out, we just started started chatting about it, and we're like, yeah, let's do – let's get Jason in here for the Hall- Halloween episode. So you have Jason Voorhees modeling. Yeah. Obviously, he's wearing the mask. What else is he looking like? So, so we also – for some of our later poses, we had him um, uh, 
posing with like a bouquet of flowers looking forlorn in a doorway. <laughs> uh, we had him draped uh, on the couch in his man cave um, wearing his wife's pink uh, nightgown. Oh. It was... Amazing. I'm so mad I it was this. it was I don't amazing. Know what I was doing. Me too. We're always so busy in October, but that sounds like it was awesome. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys realize this, but I've been in touch with South Jersey Jason, made a little contribution to his upcoming uh fan film, and I've been asking him. I say, Hey man, I, I know how to do stunts. I used to be a pro wrestler. There's nothing I want more than to be killed by Jason in a Friday the 13th movie. So it's on the table. It's out into the universe. I think it could happen one day. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. We're going to manifest it for you. Please. Please do. So life drawing, it's been successful. You're going to keep going with it? Yeah. We're, we're, um, we actually, we're so, so lucky. Um, uh, the, the noise museum has, decided to to help us um produce these things so they're they're helping contribute to the uh to the salary of the model for these events oh that's awesome i didn't know that so we have an agreement with them through april so i'm just so thankful for uh all the support that we've gotten from from the noise museum and and mike cagno over there and and um you know i want to make sure that i don't forget Cassie Iacovelli with Main Street Hamilton and any of this because I, I don't know if Art Club would be doing anything if it wasn't for her support. She really has been supportive yeah. and a big part of, yeah. of what we're doing. Uh, she runs the show on Main Street. She's mm-hmm. the face that was it the face that runs the place. That's it. And uh, she has taken us on. And um, Cassie, we love you. Thank you so much. She's always uh a well thought out, very professional person. And I, I definitely have a lot of respect for her and knowing that she is behind what we're doing. It makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And if someone uh, wants to be a part of these life drawings, what do they do? Um, check out the Facebook page. I'm going to keep, pu- I'm going to keep <laughs> sending you back to the Facebook page. We have the events listed. There's um, we're on Eventbrite. Um, if you look for art club, Hamilton on Eventbrite, you're going to find us there and just, follow us on that we'll find you know you'll find us yo mary beth is just fixated on my ninja turtles arcade game is it bringing back memories for you oh yeah definitely it looks just like a tv show the graphics are awesome this is not the graphics of like you know the original ninja turtles so i have a question and i'm judging you on this question yeah which turtle is your favorite um michelangelo the orange one can i give you a faraway covid hug that guy, yo, that guy influenced my life so much. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Mikey's the man. But I got love for Donnie, too. No hate for Donnie. Donatello was my oh, yeah, guy. Of course. I could totally see that. I could do without Leo. So <laughs> <laughs> back to art. Guys, uh, one other thing, and I think um, Mary Beth is the one to speak on this. You guys had this really brilliant idea. We need to get these artists out there selling their art. It's not always easy because they don't get their stuff in stores. Um, they don't have their own store to, to promote it. You came up with this great idea of how we can get artists to be able to easily sell their art. Could you talk to what we have done with that? What you specifically have started you're talking about the Facebook group, right? I'm talking about the Facebook group. Okay, all right, just me on the same page. Well, yeah, I mean, especially, like, right now, like, obviously, like, people aren't getting out right now, especially for holiday shopping, you know, and we only do our galleries as pop-ups. So how else can artists get their artwork out there? And um, 
you know, you go online, you go to Facebook, and you see all, like, these yard sale groups. And a lot of them are like, you know, yard sale only, not for profit. Don't post this. Don't post that. And I'm like, why can't we do that? I was like, why can't we make a page that's just for art, you know? Post what you got, what price you're looking for, where you're located, and have people come pick it up. And so we just started the South Jersey Art for Sale Facebook group. And I don't, I haven't checked to see how many members we're at. Uh, I know we're over 100. We're over 100 is, at this point. We're over 100, but my goal was to reach 1,000 mm-hmm. by New Year's. And um, me and Brittany, another member of the Art Club, have been running it. And I got to go check it out on that and see where we are in our goal because I hope that we can reach it, and I think we can. I don't see why not. Why wouldn't you want to be part of a page that just shows you art for sale in your area? You know, just see what people are creating. You don't got to buy it. Just give it a like, give it a comment, give it a thumbs up, you know, like – that's all you got to do. But you might want to buy it. I mean, you might. maybe you'll want to go to Walmart and piece, buy a piece of garbage. Or you might want something from a local <laughs> artist getting giving his heart or her heart and soul into this piece that you buy. And you can bring something special home to a loved one on the holidays. I think it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you selling any of your stuff on there? <laughs> Are you calling me out? <laughs> I haven't yet. You know, I've been busy. Uh, I gotta look and see, like through my stuff, like what's like we're selling right now. Well, you you put your heart and soul into starting this bad boy up, so one step at a time, right? Yeah, and you know, it's not a self promotion thing. It's like, oh, right, everybody else put their heart out there, you know? Yeah. Set it up. Has anything sold yet? Yeah, actually, Ooh. it was really. We got so excited, like me and Brittany. We were like, oh my god, did you just see that? Um, we and inv- I actually went on to some of the other marketplaces on Facebook and I was commenting. I was like, great art. Did you make this? If so, come post it over here. And uh, there was this woman, I don't know what town she's from, but she makes art out of sea glass, kind of like, you know, mosaic kind of like pictures out of sea glass. And she's like, oh, thank you for the invite. Yeah, I'll definitely come over and post some stuff. And as soon as she posted some stuff, one of them sold. Like Amazing. And you could see it happen. You saw someone comment on it and say, oh, I definitely want to get this for somebody. And she said, okay, you know, message me and we'll set it up. And, like, it was sold. And I was like, whoa, so cool. That was instant. So whether you're looking for art, whether you're an artist, or whether you just want to support the cause – Join this group, am I right? Join the group, share the art, comment on the art, like the art, you know? Like, like I said, it's an art admiration page as much as it is, like, for sale page. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, not everyone from the art club is sitting with us right now, and I feel like a few shout-outs are due. For one, can someone talk to Delfino? Talk about Delfino and what he has done for this town. Sure. Um, you want to... Oh, I was going to say, it's not like he just came and finished the mural for your Oh, uh, we can start with today. that. Not yeah. just you too, Mary Beth. Yo, if you drive up to Reed or Camp Tuscaloosa, you are going to see, I don't want to get emotional, but the most beautiful, most fun piece. They, may, just, they just did it out of the kindness of their hearts. I'm talking about Mary Beth. And if you don't know them, Delfino, Delfino and Laura Betham. They put their heart and souls, they collaborated, and right by the pool, they made this entire mural from corner to corner of fish and turtles. It's a big underwater adventure on that wall now. And guys, Mary Beth, like, thank you. You're welcome. I mean, you didn't have to do that. And just, you know, I just threw it out there like, hey, we have a wall here if anyone wants to. And you guys have put so many hours. And the kids, it's just going to bring so much joy to the kids. It gives me joy every time I look out there. Like, you guys, the volunteering you do and the heart you put into this work, 
it just it means so much to me and my entire family. Thank you for that. We are so happy that we could be a part of something historical because you know all kids go to camp mm-hmm. you know, here, in including you. Correct? Yeah, I came to camp here, so it's really cool to come in and see something that I made on the wall of a camp that I went to, and now my little cousins go here and yes. they know who made that art on the wall, and they come home and they tell me they saw my art. It's so cool. That's right. So Mary Beth's uh, little cousin Emma is in my class right now. Emma and Ryan. Uh, yeah, Ryan's not in my class right now, although I'd he's love him. He's not right now, but, you know, he's also my cousin. Yes, yes. <laughs> he goes to Camp Tuscaloosa. <laughs> We're talking about mini golf champion of the year, Ryan from last year. Uh, hey, is Emma enjoying herself? Do you know? Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is the highlight of her entire week is coming. Really? You know? Yeah, definitely. Oh, that she makes likes me... school? I know, Emma. She likes coming here. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, yeah, so Delfino, actually, he's a cartoonist, and he is an amazing illustrator. Like, I'm talking, like, full-page comic book, you know, illustrations that I'm like, I don't even, I, I don't even have patience for that, for the amount of, like, ink detail. Like, so much drawing. detail in his work. So, um, and you know, he did a mural at, um, like, kind of, like, outside Cassianos, about Cassianos. He just... Got hired by downtown Hamilton to do that one. So he, yeah, let, wait. Let's talk about that. That that's yeah. a huge piece. Yeah. It's a huge piece. And um, at the same time that he got hired to do that was when we started your mural project. So Delfino, you know, uh, well, a few of us, you know, uh, like we all put in some ideas for what should we do for this mural. And you know, Laura did this really swirly abstract design that was beautiful. And Delfino did, you know, the cartoony under the water you know, under the sea, like, animals and stuff. So what we did was we combined both Laura's and Delfino's together to make this abstract swirly under the sea. But at the same time, we lost Delfino because he had to go do that mural of his. So, you know, we threw it up on a projector, traced it out, put it on the wall, and then he's like, all right, bye, got to go do my mural. And we're like, okay. So me and Laura ended up painting the majority of the mural and then Delfino came back to give it the okay and give it the last finishing details today. Yes. He was there for the intro and for the finale. Yes. And you were all there to sign your names today. Yes. And by the way, can I say how nice you guys were to my kids? Oh, my God. Your kids are great. Thank you. They were <laughs> – thank you. They're I, so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know they, they got a lot of energy, and they just love it when you guys come. <laughs> They're like, can I show Mary Beth my, my Hanukkah presents? <laughs> That, like, makes their day. I feel like you sabotaged us today. They all came out in their cute little, I just got my photos taken outfits. And here we are (laughs) opening cans of paint. And this one's trying to get me to teach him how to use the prior to open up the can of paint. And I'm like, oh, this is going to end so bad. Laura's like, I'm not a part of this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, usually they would run out naked. So whatever. (laughs) It's all good. Thank you for being so good to them. They love you guys. As you say, the art club is super approachable, <laughs> even, oh, yeah. even for the little ones. So those are just some of the many things we have been doing here at the art club. And um, I'm curious, like, what what are we looking forward to? What What's in the future, Mr. Don Swenson? Or Samantha, or do, what, do, you, do we have ideas of what's to come? Um, we, have, we have hopes and dreams for, <laughs> for what this can be. Um, we'd take over Hamilton. <laughs> rule the world shut down downtown <laughs> what <laughs> you want to shut it down <laughs> shut it down fill it with art that shut escalated it quickly um uh what we'd really like to do um we've been talking a while about trying to go non-profit so we can 
we can, I guess, do more more fundraising, more um, educational outreach. Um, uh, education, I think, is a, a a big thing that I want to continue to to focus on. I mean, you know, part of our mission statement is um, that we're supporting members through me- uh, mentorship as well as um, collaboration. And um, I think getting to a place where we can have more of a uh, a permanent location that um, can be an education center, a gallery, studio space for for artists. Um, uh, I think we we'd want to head in that direction. I think most of us are on the. Hopefully, all of us are on the same page as far as that's concerned. I didn't realize that. So, is that one of your ultimate goals to actually have a space being the art club space? Yeah, I mean, but we I don't want, want a treehouse. But you know, that's just what I want. I, you know what? If they don't do it, we could just do it. I'm I not, want a treehouse too. I'm not opposed to the treehouse idea. That's <laughs> two stories. Let's go for two stories. So, like, yeah, I mean, I think we can be. Um, I think we can be a great resource for um, artists down here in, in South Jersey area. Um, and like we said earlier, is like Hamilton's such a great location to do that, you know? Um, starting to branch out into other counties and try and meet some of the artists there throughout the next year is probably going to be our biggest thing. But we don't necessarily want to build a building and then just pay for a building, you know. So I think a building's a little bit on the back burner, you know, while we try and, um, I guess, raise money to so that when we get a building, it's it's going to be manageable and not just all the money that we raise go to supporting a building. Right on. That's a huge goal. Doesn't sound easy, but I mean, with the work ethic you have done. I mean, the stuff that I've I've just seen you put your heart and soul into so many projects, and most of them have come out very successful. So if there's anyone who can do it with the backup team, you can definitely do it, man. I know you can do that. <clears throat> so, okay, uh, before we go on to the chat pack, I just personally want to know, because I love art. I, I, I always have. And my biggest, someone who influenced my life, so much is a, an artist you may not have heard of him his name is Jean-Michel Basquiat mm-hmm. have you heard of Basquiat sure. so there's a movie if you haven't seen it I will have the DVD upstairs I will bring it down after this podcast for you to borrow it literally changed my life this man who put his heart into every piece that he made just his lifestyle which wasn't always good there was a lot of darkness to it but it came out in his art it literally changed the way I viewed art and life itself. And that's just the power of what art can bring to you or the community or anyone who embraces it. So I have a question for you guys. Do you have an artist, like for me, it's Basquiat. I love Dali. I love Escher. I love the weird stuff. But for me, my biggest influence, just as a person, is Jean-Michel Basquiat. And I, I strongly encourage anyone to watch the movie Basquiat, Look at his work. You may love it. You may hate it. But you're definitely going to feel something from it. What about you three? Is there someone that you can literally say had 
that kind of impact or a similar type of impact on you growing up? Uh, growing up, I think probably um, Da Vinci was big up there. Um, Rembrandt, definitely. And uh, Magritte, um, who's a surrealist painter and, you know, in line with Dolly. He did the one with the apples and the bowler hats. And What about that work? Um, the Magritte stuff, I was fortunate enough to go to a museum show. I think it was just... I don't remember if I was in high school or just after high school, but um, to see his work in person and uh, just how clean the lines were and just how well thought out all the composition was for for his pieces. And um, between him and Rembrandt and the use of light in Rembrandt's paintings, it's just... I don't know. It just it just touched me in a way that always made me... Um, admire their work it's so funny as i hear you say that i think about like it speaks to who you are as a person uh the straight lines and the way lights hit it definitely speaks to who don swenson is as opposed to bosquet a guy whose his art was all over the place which is totally <laughs> speaks to me so it's very cool to see how an artist can reach someone in their own personal way uh girls do you guys have someone you'd like like to speak to I definitely do. Um, uh, her name is Amanda Palmer. Um, I don't. I don't know if, if you're familiar. She sounds familiar. She's a musician, and but she's also very theater based and does a like she does so much. And I didn't really like. Where do I even begin with her? So <laughs> she she started kind of in this band called the Dresden Dolls. It was she played piano when she sang and she had a drummer and they like invented their own genre. They called it punk cabaret. Mm. And um yeah, it's awesome. I like that. And then her solo stuff is is just gorgeous and I feel like every every year she writes new material that's just so personal and in Lying with the world, like she has a song, Mr. Weinstein will see you now. And she has a song for um, the president. She has a song for just the st- like for everything that's going on politically. And I like that. So I know when she was starting out, um, she was a, a stripper to get money to buy equipment for gigs. And like I remember. I was really poor, and there was a year when I was a nude model for art classes for just 50 bucks a class. Um, for real? Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that something you're cool with looking back on? <laughs> I mean, I was a little bit skinnier when I was doing it then. <laughs> um, definitely wish I could, and I thought I was fat, so I wish I could just go back to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but... She's she's done like a lot of other stuff. Like she cares about costuming. She was a living statue, mm. and then I was a living statue. Mm. Um, and she she wrote this one play for her old high school, based around all the songs from "In the Airplane Over the Sea" by Neutral Milk Hotel, which is not only one of my favorite albums of all time, but when I was younger, I used to take like my favorite CDs and write stories to connect all the songs together. So she's. Just like all this, uh, there's so much that goes into performance, and there's so many different kinds of art to pull from, like costuming and 
makeup and your album art and your photography and her music videos are all very hands-on and like it kind of irks me when you say that you're not an artist because I think you just mean you're not a fine artist because like I'm not a good painter but there's like this is an art talking to people and creating this kind of really awesome cozy Mm -hmm. personality filled environment like it all it's so much more goes into it than you know. You know. Thank you, and I'm apologize for irking you. Yeah, you're amazing. So, oh, um, shucks. But so she's great. I would check her out and her music and what she well, does. I have lately. to now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sam. I mean, you're a pretty great cabaret artist in your own right. I mean, you've written how many different cabarets now? I don't even. Maybe five, four or five. Right. Thank and, you. And that's through Tiny Rocks is the name of your. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, come tiny, on. There's, tiny rocks, yeah. It, there's, like, super, super personal <laughs> and, you know, about mm-hmm. maybe what you've been going through in the last year and stuff. Yeah. And it's they're, – they're amazing pieces of art. Thank you. I feel like I fell into the trap where the first couple were really successful and they connected to the audience so well that I started writing – or the audience, and mm. then my heart wasn't there anymore, and I haven't done anything. In yeah, that's a huge mistake. Years, you know? I know. Yeah, it's good you recognize that, though. Yeah, I'll so, get there. Yeah. Thanks. Well, awesome answer, Mary Beth. Would you like to share? Yeah, I had plenty of time to think about it. <laughs> uh, so, as you know, I'm not really like I don't have I don't have a, a certain medium that I deal in. I don't have a niche. I'm kind of like more of like an explorative artist or opportunist artist. But I'm going to name a few artists that influenced me in all different sectors of different communities that I'm a part of. So um, for my art gallery artists, like an artist that is in a gallery that is famous, that, you know, has expensive paintings, I would say Michael Goddard. He's the one that does, like, um, little olives and martini glasses, like hopping into the martini glass in Atlantic City. Um, I, that's, those are oil paintings and I always admired how simple they are and how like, you know, cool they are, like surrealist, like, you know, like all those playing cards at a poker table. Like how cool <laughs> is that? Um, I just did my first oil painting this year too. And that's kind of cool. Uh, as far as like, um, traveling artists, artists making a living by going through convention circuits, um, Joel Robinson, he um, does, like, Monster Mania around here and, like, all different other monster conventions. And he does kind of, I guess it's watercolor. It's probably like a mix of watercolor and digital painting of all different types of, you know, classic horror movies. Mm. So I always make sure to pick up one of his art. No, I love that. Love it. Mm -hmm. Um, The music festival circuit, Jonathan Soltaire, he did some wild psychedelic color, like underwater jellyfish paintings that I absolutely love. And I was always like, whoa, he's selling these for so cheap. They look like they're so like intricate. And I guess he has like a certain way of doing it that once you get the hang of it, like I guess you could just bust him out. So I'm trying to figure out how did he do that? Yeah. And I think that's also oil painting. So I'm like, like I've only ever done acrylic painting and I'm like looking at these artists. I'm like, maybe I should switch to oil. I don't know. I'm like, how are they doing this? I'm like, I know like I'm confident enough in me that I'm like, I can learn how to do anything. I just got to put my mind to it. So those are three artists. Um, I'm not going to mention any local ones cause I don't want to like, you know, miss anybody. Um, and then I would say like, as far as like style, I would say like a Rob zombie type of style, kind of like spookadelic. Like, you know, a little bit, like, scary, but also kind of, like, pop art Love style. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very cool, Mary Beth. Yeah, there, there's all your different types of artists there. Yeah. From, from the largest to the smallest. Ooh, to I whatever. love these answers, but am I going to love the answers to the <laughs> chat pack, baby? It's time. Who knows what's going to happen? Not me, not you, not anybody. So I'm going to go with you, Samantha. You're going to pick a card here. and Let's see how the three of you can answer this question. Choose wisely. All right, you want me to read it or you got it? All right, here we go. If you could, oh, I love this question. I hope you have an answer for it. If you could purchase anything intangible, Besides health or happiness, what would you buy? So if you could buy anything that's intangible besides health or happiness, what would you buy? Whoever's ready, give me your answer. We're going to need to pause. It's a tough question to think about, right? I mean, would you buy incredible brush strokes or a superpower of incredible speed? Mary Beth looks like she's deep in thought, like she's got something something brewing. I'm, I'm trying to like figure out how to say this without having a God complex. Um, I wouldn't buy a skill. Uh, my skills are what they are. Like I'm not trying to like you know cheat on my skills. I would buy. A network. I would buy um, an outreach, like a community. Mm. Like Ooh, that's, that's really a- what makes art what it is. Is the people who support it. Mm. Like, look at some of these famous artists. Do you really think their work's that intricate? Like, <laughs> I mean, like you could do some of this. You know, it's not hard to learn. But why are they famous? Like, what happened? Like, who invested in them? Who saw their artwork and said, "This is art," and I'm going to tell everybody else that it's art. Do you think it's political sometimes? I don't know. Could be. I don't know the history yeah. of everyone's art piece. No, yeah. no. I mean, I think part of it is just. I mean, most of the famous works of art that we're looking at, it's like our one thousand. You know, that's why I love going to the Barnes Foundation in Philly, is because you're seeing like finished works of art alongside sketchbooks, and you know, sketchbooks like our three. You know, and you look at. I look at that and I'm go like, well, I could do that. You know, so like. I always think it's like that's a great place for artists to kind of check out. I know this isn't answering your question. (laughs) This happens all the time with the chat pack, so it's all good. Yeah, um, but I think I'd agree with you as far as like, like I don't want a skill set. You know, between happiness and health and happiness, I don't know what else. You don't know what what else else I need. You know, I mean, you're happy with what you got. Yeah, I mean, health, happiness for others. You know, oh, there you go. Right, it, it doesn't have. Like, as long as there's health and happiness for all, like, yeah. Else, you know what I there? want? I want exposure so people can't tell me they're going to pay me an exposure. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, we ready for the next question? We got one more. Oh, Sam, you chose the last one. Who's going for this next one? Okay. Good luck. Oh, she's going for the yellow question. If you were told that you could watch only one television show a week for the next 12 months, which show would you choose to watch? Oh, only one show. You better pick good. I have a feeling I'm going to know what yours is, but I could be wrong. I have a feeling I know the genre of yours, and you, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, you can only pick one show, ladies and gentlemen. What show will you be watching for the next 12 months? 
I honestly never get tired of The Office. Yes, good answer. I, it's so relevant, like so awkward. You either love that show or you hate it. I don't understand people How who hate, hate it. it. They don't get they it. They just want to be cool. Or I get it. I get it. I worked in an office. That's why it bugs there's me. Literally, yeah, there's literally <laughs> an office like meme or a gift that I can use in response to literally anything. Anything from like <laughs> national news to just stuff my friends text me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it never gets old. I, I could literally. I do actually watch that. I need <laughs> like to, I need to go back. It's been a while. I need to watch those old episodes. So good. Yeah. Good answer. What about you two? I know you were going to call me out and say that it was a horror genre. Damn right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that many horror TV shows. You know, you watch a season, you're done, and then, like, you wait a few years to watch again. But um, <laughs> I, I would say Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you know, I, I like a lot of cartoons. Like, Yo, uh, would you really say Ninja Turtles? I would say Ninja Turtles. I would say Tiny Toons, you know, like mm. DuckTales. I, I like all that stuff. Uh, I would did, also we, s- did we just become best friends? Are you <laughs> kidding me right now? Why? Do you have these on DVD? Because I, I need it. I, need I got it all. I got whatever you oh, want. Goosebumps. That, there you go. Mm, we watch that um, with the kids. That 70s show, that's a pretty good show. Uh, you know, like things that I could just chill on and just relax to at any time. That's one right. of them. But we can only pick one. So we're going TMNT, right? Yeah, let's go with TMNT. Cowabunga. All right. What about you, Don Swenson? Probably Doctor Who. Mm. Thought you're gonna go with Mandalorian, but Doctor Who, yeah. No, I mean, I love the I love the Mandalorian, but if, if I gotta watch, was it twelve years of? Oh, I want twelve months. I take, months. My, I take my back. Months. I take my back. It's Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, Scooby Doo can't go wrong with that. Sorry, it's all good. I forgive. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it'd still go with like I love the Mandal. I love the Mandalorian. Yeah, but Doctor uh, Who's your jam. But yeah, Doctor Who. The thing, the thing that I love about Doctor Who is like. Sometimes it's like it's like the special effects can be garbage, and sometimes the plot is pretty thin. But um, it's the kind of show that makes you believe in the impossible, you know. And um, I I still latch on to that a little bit, you know the you know the kid who uh, who you know won't grow up, or you know like just a little bit of that childhood wonder. Childhood wonder. Let's end on that, brother. Hey, anyone, before we get out of here, you want to give a shout-out to anyone, a loved one, a hated one, whatever you want, give them a shout-out. Now's your time. My dog, Dutch. What up, Dutch? Is Dutch going to be listening to this? Yes. All right. <laughs> Sam? Uh, hi, Mom and Dad. Think dinner was really good. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Don Swenson? Uh, I guess I just um – Probably to the rest of the art club who's who's not here right now. Yeah, honestly, like this thing, this thing's born on, on their backs, and and they put in so many hours to to make this a reality. So I'm so appreciative. Shout out to the entire art club, and shout out to you three wonderful people. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You guys rock. All right, people, to the loo.